Welcome back to Money Talk, Greg Somerville, along with Jim Seltzer and Craig Snyder. Um, so they keep I, I canceled the high tech strategist newsletter, but they either sent me a bonus letter or they don't know how to stop the email or something. So I got another one. And so if this I, one's free. I guess this one's free. Well, and I got to tell you, for for all the advice he's given, it, it should have been free for the whole time I had it. Uh, he's <laughs> so been calling for a stock market crash for forever, really. And uh, if you did what he said, you missed a big Since rally. Since 1987. <laughs> um, but but he was, he's, a, he's a big gold bug. I actually think he's a smart guy, and I think he's made some good calls in between. And, um, and I think eventually he might be right about some of this stuff. But I want to, here's one concern that I wanted to run by Jim, and I'm not even sure you're going to have a strong opinion on this, but it does involve taxes. As, uh, as I've discussed before, stock market bulls shouldn't take comfort in the more reasonable-looking price-earnings ratios as they're terribly distorted by all sorts of corporate management financial calculations, um, financial engineering, including record stock, stock buybacks, which inflate the earnings per share calculations, though not net income, massive one-time write-offs of costs that seem to occur regularly, the exclusion of such items as stock-based compensation, expense from their non-GAAP calculations, and all sorts of other accounting trickery. According to the U.S. government's Bureau of Economic Analysis, real business profits in the U.S. have essentially flatlined since 2014, while reported S&P profits have supposedly been rising at more than 6% annual clip. Um, so I guess my question is, is, you could get specific if you like, but it's really more general. Like, how much more of that stuff is going on than went on before 2014 is my first question in your opinion. And number two, how much can you really manipulate things within their parameters? Like, it seems to me that we have more integrity than any other accounting all over the world financially or as much or more than anybody else out there. And, and the buybacks, the value of the company is tied to how many shares is outstanding. So if you buy back the stock, mm -hmm. it doesn't, I don't think it changes. I think it really does reflect the value of the stock because you brought more in and it became more scarce. Yeah, and, and that's the real and number. you have less cash. Right, right. And you have, and, and you also took the cash off the balance sheet or you borrowed it to do it. I don't know, he might be referring to if they borrowed a lot of cash to buy the stock back. You know, so. I think he's referring to kind of like a, a broad area of corner cutting and making things look the way yeah. analysts and investors want well, them to look. I mean, I, 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 uh, you're talking about gap accounting, and it's so so complicated with the size of these companies these days. And you know, there's a there's a term called materiality. Materiality is where a number doesn't really have an effect on the financial statement. And companies this size, believe it or not, materiality could be, you know, half a billion dollars. Right, they're all, right. You know, because so, they're, they're so big. Um, I don't know if they're called playing games, but you always have, the, you always have some play in what you're going to do in terms of when you write stuff off. Uh, there's not as much play as there used to be in recognition of income. That used to be a big game played there where you could try to front-end load income into a financial statement. They're really trying to crack down on that. They're having a lot of trouble with valuations. How do you evaluate intangible assets? Right. Do they want to put them on the books? They're thinking about doing away with goodwill. Is goodwill really an asset that should be on the book? Goodwill is an intangible asset. That's just the intrinsic value of the company. That's not, you can't pick that up and eat it. Right, you know, right. You know, it's, it's, it's worth, you know, dirt would be better. You could eat dirt. But, right. But, I mean, when companies buy companies, they have, 
They pay over what the company. Did you go to Alabama or something recently? <laughs> talking about eating dirt. Well, <laughs> I had it. the vitamins. I saw, I saw a thing on TV about somebody <laughs> eating dirt once. I don't know where it was. If it was in the well, south, I mean, you can, you can do it was in another Some country. people believe that's why kids that play outside all the time are healthier. Their immune they, systems. Yeah, because immune systems get used to all the dirt and all the stuff. But so if you thought you were just going to get financial information, yeah. shame on you. But I mean, I you know, as a CPA, I used to do audits. Obviously, real small. It's that there's room for play, and we're talking about big numbers here. I mean, I, I'll tell you my most cynical aspect, and this was, goes back 15, 20 years ago. Craig, you might remember it. How come GE's earnings always went up like perfectly well, every that's, quarter? It's how funny. I, just, I don't know if happen? you saw. I just no, wrote that down no, on my notes as it, you were talking. Because my, my point was going to be, so he's saying that since 2014, there's a lot of economics or accounting I, shenanigans. It's probably less than it was back. That, that was my point. The biggest, the most egregious one and the most costly <laughs> to shareholders, I would argue, is General Electric used to manipulate their earnings. Every so quarter that they went up like 10%. Beat estimates yeah. and go up incrementally every Recorder, almost it was like, like steps going yeah, up, mapped it? out exactly, and they have so many different businesses. So many went through so many cycles, and of course, there comes a point where those games become more difficult to play because something starts going a certain way. Well, a lot of those games can be played with allowance allowances. You know, how much bad debt should we allow for? We don't have as much bad debt. That will create income if you reverse the, you know, reverse the allowance for bad debt. Uh, we think our receivables aren't as good. That our decrease. You, you have a lot of play in allowances. And once you start pulling out all the stops, there comes a point where you have no more stops to pull yeah, out. Ultimately, the real, it gets real. So the ultimate, the ultimate people who paid the price of these, I would argue, pretty manipulated earnings are the people who bought General Electric based on that, who paid $40, $50, $60 for the stock, and now the stock's like $12 or $13. Yeah, which I, I, it kind of blows my mind. It's only twelve or thirteen, but they got a lot. No, they have a lot of debt, and they have aren't they in it's different industries yeah, that are yeah. really and there's, nuclear. Um, there's different things going there on. There are people who think they're they're a bankruptcy candidate at some point, right. and, and uh, which that blows my mind too. Yeah. By the way, and meanwhile, the legend of Jack Welch was built on on really what turns out were, I guess, fraudulence probably a strong word, yeah, it's but, too but, strong, but manipulated. Um, yeah, but you had you know stock options. You had a lot of things that were made that made that good. They still make jet engines, don't they? I think they make jet engines. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't been following. Yeah. 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 Um, hey, just a few more minutes, and I did want to touch on interest rates. They still seem to be pretty low, despite a stock market rally that just keeps going. It's Wednesday morning, and the futures are up again today. The pattern's been up early in the week a lot, and then give back a tiny bit at the end of the week. Seems to have been the pattern over the past few weeks. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's going to hold up or not, but again, Wednesday futures were up. But interest rates, 10-year bond, 1.6? Yeah, 1.5, one, high 1.5, slow 1.6s. Um, rates are staying the same. Um, you know, the... the between like a 20 and a 30 year, year bond, um, the curve, it's flat. I mean, there's no difference between a 20 year mortgage and a 30 year mortgage today. 15 years are still a little bit different. Great time to refinance, great time to do some planning, restructure cash, restructure debt if you need to save some extra cash flow for, for colleges or, or future kids or future retirement. I mean, just, yeah. just from a cash flow standpoint. Did, did the SECURE Act have anything that affected your mortgage stuff at all? No, Do you know off the top of your head, Jim? Uh, no. no, not really. I mean, other than, you know, itemized in a lot of instances. Well, the big, I mean, the big news over the past couple of years in terms of taxes and mortgages is with the higher itemized deduction, a lot of people don't get the benefit from the mortgage that they used to get. Correct. Is that Depends accurate? Depends on where you live. Okay. Depends on your property taxes and your, and your earnings. Yeah. I mean, yeah. some people... 
you know. Any they, donations? They, they've still balanced out. I mean, Jim and I had this conversation a couple times, and you've probably been part of them. Is that you know, if you're a married couple, twenty four thousand, that's a big number mm-hmm. for for most people in Delaware yeah. because your median income is only fifty three thousand dollars. Right. Yeah. So if you got a hundred thousand dollar household income. You weren't getting there anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so right. 24 is a big number. Right. Um, and even if you took into your taxes and your appreciation, you, you know, with the 24, you weren't going to itemize. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was ahead of the game. You know? Right. So, you know, it, it, it all depends on where you are, what you're doing. But there's definitely some some opportunities here that we haven't seen in three or four years to, to reassess um, your current situation. You know, do you take cash out? Don't you take cash out? Last time rates were this low, we had a market depressed, mm-hmm. so there was no home value, right? Because the market crashed. So you, how you long buy, ago was it that rates were this low? Eight, nine. That that long ago. So, it, it, the, the, so since then, the rates have been in the fours to fives. We've been we, we hit fives and eighteen mm-hmm. in the spring for a little bit, but we've been basically in the mid to high fours. Okay. And the Dow was when <clears> ten year went to like three and a quarter, right? Correct. Um, and now we're back, you know, down into the, the mid threes. Um, and the other thing that I've done a lot of lately, we go a few seconds, is I can keep the amortization schedule where you are. So if you've been in this loan for three years, I can do a 27-year loan. Yeah, because a lot of people will say, oh, I want to refinance, but I don't want to e- add years to my mortgage. Right. So you can, we can manipulate it at no cost. To, if to, you don't mind adding years, your, pay, your payment will be slightly lower. Well, correct. So the, you'll goose the payment slightly. Or, from you, the or you could drop it to 25 years and keep your same payment. Correct. Of Potentially. Potentially. Yeah, it depends on where you're going around there. Right, yeah, yeah. No, I got you. You got to count. You got to run. Well, hey, if, if you, you know, I, I would just urge people, whether it's your accounting situation, your debt situation, or your investment situation, just whether you work with us or not, take your time to plan, get your ducks in a row, don't make big dollar mistakes, avoid the big mistakes, and try to get quote unquote keep free the emotion money when you out can. of it. Keep your emotion get out your of it. Get your emotion out of all of it. And, yep. and once you sit down to go through it, all that fear and apprehension, most of it goes away because it's not usually as complicated or horrific as you thought it might be. So have at it. Back next week on Money Talk.